When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I just did my whole big spiel and I forgot to turn my mic back on. <laughs> How much do I talk? Do I wait? What do I do? Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Our guest today is Carissa Grant, creator of Worthy Chaos Comics. Hi. <laughs> How are you? Good. Thanks for having me on. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks for coming on. So I had something to do tonight. <laughs> of course. Yeah, you're like, can you come on Wednesday? Sure. Yeah, it's like, I figured, well, technically, uh, Wednesdays are new comic days. So that would be a good day to do, you know, a stream with a comic creator. Nice. And then 79 other people decided, hey, Wednesday's a good night to stream. <laughs> yeah. Good thing I have lots of podcast followers. So idea. <laughs> yes. And uh, oh, I was doing something and I forgot what I was doing. I was sharing the link in the chat. That's right. So tell us uh, how you got on this journey making comic books. So uh, I uh, fell in love with the game Resident Evil 2 back in the 90s. Mm -hmm. um and became obsessed with it so i started role playing as claire redfield online and i role played claire redfield for 15 years and while i was role playing i came up with this idea for this angelic weapon um that i wanted to do a story about but i i held on to it for some reason all the writers wanted it but i was like no i'm holding it for somebody i don't know why and i'm just holding it and then i met my co-writer and i said do you want this I, like the day after I met them and I said, do you want this role? And they said, I never take roles, but yes, I do. So we just hit it off instantly and we wrote for two years. And by the time we wrote, um, realized it after two years, we already had uh, 11 novels written. Wow. So, yeah. And uh, we're still writing. Um, I handed in a chapter two weeks ago. So he just passed the 1 million word mark for the story. 
Uh, it's been about two and a half years now. And uh, to make the story a little bit unique that not a lot of other stories might have is that our two main characters, uh, Serafina, who is an angel descendant and a supernatural hunter, and Draven, who's a demon descendant and an assassin, they're written by two completely different people. So when you're reading it, I'm not that good of a writer. They're literally two different people. Um, so they have their own personalities, their own you know way of talking and thoughts and everything. So I write all of Serafina's actions, thoughts, everything. And then uh, my co-writer writes for Draven. So um, it gives it a little bit uniqueness because they have totally different personalities. My character talks way more than she thinks. And Draven definitely thinks more than he talks. So they put their their uh, corresponding writers. Um, but yeah, so it's just such a uh, a different way of doing it. But that's that's how you do it in role playing. One person controls one character, and one the other person controls that character. So uh, what got me initially into comic books, comic books was in the '90s was Ghost Rider. Um, but I never thought of writing for a comic. I never thought of making a comic. It was just after realizing we had uh, five of those novels as this series one. And it equals about 45 issues. So when uh, I realized that, I figured we should do something with it. And here we are. <laughs> so you got all the bases covered because if people don't like comics, they can buy the prose novels. And, <laughs> and people like myself that get sad, book has no pictures. <laughs> what am I supposed to do? Well, the nice thing about this is the way my artist draws, uh, Jonas Picasso, he's absolutely amazing. Um, and how he draws the panels, it's almost like watching a movie. We had one critic who was like, you can do less panels, you know, or use the word meanwhile or whatever. Because it's not a movie. You don't have to show every action. And I'm like, it's like a movie novel comic. So you have like these great panels of action. You have a thought process like in the back in the day, comics had thought bubbles, but usually they were exposition or, you know, something that you needed to know. But our ours is actually getting in the character's head. It's like when I used to read novels because I love the movie. So I wanted to read the novel to, to find out what the characters were thinking when they were going through these certain things. Um, so you get to get in the character's head, especially Draven, who, you know, he's an assassin. He doesn't think that he should be around her and. And all that stuff and it's dangerous for her and, and all this so he he has a lot of internal struggle and um so it's it's cool to get that kind of you know thought process going um you know and uh it's mostly an action based comic it's um buffy the vampire slayer meets supernatural in the silent hill town in the world of resident evil so you have all of these elements um that uh, pretty much is just one exciting <laughs> long stream of action. Um, but uh, so it's Serafina and Draven, and they're trying to survive against an enemy they don't even know is there. Both their fathers, the demon and angel, um, are after Serafina because she was created from an angelic weapon that has the power of souls. They don't realize they have this weapon. They think it's a keychain. Um, and it's just something she's had since she was little and she doesn't even know where it came from. So these, these two fathers are after this, um, uh, weapon because they, if they get the power of souls, they could tip the scale of the war in either heaven or hell's, um, favor. There is other reasons why they want it. Uh, and they, the, uh, Serafina's father hints at it, but you won't find out for a very long time. Um, but yeah. Uh, so 
the start of this, so we have two stories. This is the uh, Redemption. Uh, the spinoff is a little bit more unique. Um, I mean, they're both unique, but it's a little bit different. Uh, so this starts off with a flashback in, of Serafina having a dream of when she was a teenager and they were going to run away together. And um, when they were, right before they can run away, her brother was possessed by a demon and killed her parents and went after her. So she jumped out. The, she called Draven to tell him not to come to the house, which is exactly what he did. He came in the front door. She jumped out the back window and he slipped on her blood and called her name. She turned around and got hit by a car and was in a coma for months. And he got arrested for her murder. So for 10 years, they each thought the other one was dead. She became a supernatural hunter to get revenge on her brother for taking Draven. And Draven felt completely heartless without her. And so he became an assassin instead of going to jail. Um, and then 10 years later, he got close to her, which sets off an, when their souls are close, it sets off an alert. The angels and demons found out where they were and they tricked them into being in a town and then merged that town with hell because the only way to activate the weapon is for them to be together. So now they're stuck in this town with hellhounds, uh, ghosts, zombies, zombie mermen, Anubis, and vampires and pretty much anything else you can think of. So... That's what they're doing now. <laughs> yeah, I spotted <clears throat> I spotted Anubis on cover too, yeah. uh, and uh, I was thinking, wow, like this this demon dog isn't like Ghostbusters stuff. It's like, and then you're like, yeah, I started playing this game back in the '90s, and I'm like, it all makes sense now. <laughs> yeah. Um, so a couple people got upset saying Anubis isn't bad. He is not bad. I will tell you that if you, if you look closely in issue three to the, the, her father's belt, they had, he actually has an onklet and the onklet he, it controls Anubis by. So Anubis is being controlled. He's not really bad. And eventually he does try to fight off the remote control. But for now, he's just an obedient puppy that listens to whatever he's being told. And he doesn't really have much of a choice. So uh, and we learned a lot about that in issue seven. Um, now, our, our Kickstarters are every other month, mostly, except for at the end of the year. So this one is only uh, until this Monday. So it's only four days left. Um, but uh, 24 hours after we end, we go into pre-launch. And then we have issue six, which is already done. And uh, that'll be released uh, August 15th campaign. And uh, issue seven's halfway done, and that'll be released October third with the graphic novel. So oh, we're nice. always we're always on Kickstarter, either live or in pre-launch. Very. Good. Also, the best way to find it, because I know you sent a link, but if it's after the time or before the time, whatever, the easiest way to find uh, it is to search Worthy Chaos, because with the only thing that pops up, don't search for Redemption. There's like a ridiculous amount of them, um, but search Worthy Chaos, and where all that pops up. So. Uh, if you don't have a live campaign, you can see the pre-launch or past launches and, and stuff like that. So, yeah. And just search for the highest number. <laughs> well, I only have, we only have four. Uh, this is our, this is our official uh, four. Um, really, there's only been three major campaigns. The first one was a soft opening for uh, an, uh, a different artist that I originally had. Uh, they stole three grand from me and I tried to fix it with two grand. But it didn't work out. I did. I, I. It was okay. Book. Even the comic book store said it's a pretty good art, but um, it wasn't what I wanted. So I, when I finally found this artist, he actually redid one. Um, so uh, yeah. So he he's now has done one through three. Well, I mean one through 
whatever the hell we're on seven. And then you took her keychain and did something unspeakable to the guy. That yeah, you know, I, I I have a lot of resentment towards it, and uh, because it's still on my credit card, but oh, I God. also am thankful for it because if they hadn't screwed up, I don't think I'd be where I am. They yeah. were slower, you know. They weren't as good. They weren't as professional. They they were not panel like he's Jonas DeCosta is a master of panels, and the other one would just do. If I say three panels, there's three. If I say five panels, there's five, there's four, there's just four exact panels. Um, but Jonas takes my three panels and turns them into like eight. You know, he just does this whole thing and, and he's amazing at it. And I'm, I'm, I'm very lucky to have him because uh, I'd be completely lost without him. Uh, this is his first paid job and um, he loves the story. It's He's not just a paid artist. Uh, he's an underpaid artist, but... You know, he picked his price and I'm hoping to raise it. I'm hoping to get popular enough that I could actually pay him more because he deserves way more than he's getting. And uh, I'm hoping to make it worth his while eventually. So he, we're kind of growing with it together. Uh, every book he does, he gets, you know, better and better. So. So since what the uh, thought process was creating this, where all the ideas came from, like the, the different shows like this and and everything. Are you putting any Easter eggs in? Yes. Uh, actually, every, every issue has an Easter egg. Um, either Resident Evil, Supernatural, a classic horror movie. Um, we have Nightmare on Elm Street. We have Urban Legends. We have um, Saws in there. Uh, each issue has at least one. And when the graphic novel comes out, whoever lists all of them uh and posts it first on social media we'll get uh, a 3d a free 3d printed anubis that we have um so uh the hunt is on uh there are also little things that people can see that they might have missed like for example it's it was half a joke but uh you know when you watch a movie and the, the actor, actress, whatever, turns on the TV and it automatically tells them exactly where they need to go or exactly what they need to know. Mm -hmm. um, exposition galore. Well, I had her wake up, turn on the TV, and that's exactly what happened. However, if you look closely to the back of the TV, it's not plugged in. Um, the angel outside the window is controlling the TV, and the hint at it is on the next page where he says, you're already going there anyway. And she says, uh, how does he know where I'm going? So there's little hints like that. Um, you see when she crashes her bike, which is a hint towards you know Silent Hill, and she's walking towards the town. If you look out the ground behind her feet, you can see a crack forming. It's her entering the town that sets off the uh, the town being uh, separated from everything. Um, so there's little things like that you can see in the in the background, and and we like to have a lot of little details that people might not notice. And, um, I don't know if you missed the uh, the Easter egg in, in issue one is the crocodile and the sewer on the first first page that they're seen together. So there's that one. <laughs> I was actually not looking for any Easter eggs and I kind of like blew through them because it's such a fast, <laughs> the book's such a fast read because it's all action, it's all action, action, action. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't really slow down, but there's still a great deal of character development, especially issue five. Mm -hmm. They actually get like three pages to talk. Um, 
and uh, they get a little bond bonding there where they finally, you know, each one is unsure about the other one. I mean, she feels like a burden because uh, ever since she was a kid, she's had bad luck. It's because of her angelic blood. It attracts everything evil or negative or whatever. So she causes a lot of issues for Draven. So she, she feels that, you know, he deserves better and should be elsewhere. Um, and then Draven thinks that, you know, he's not good enough for her. So he's got these doubts. Um, so they're not, uh, the issues aren't resolved, but they at least admitted that they want to be in the same place at the same time, sort of. So, uh, you do get that kind of bonding and, and, um, you know, all that fun stuff there. So they, they sound like a couple of normal teenage <laughs> slash 20 somethings. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, some people have been calling it Romeo and Juliet in hell and that's, that's pretty accurate. Um, so it, it that uh, that's something that uh, I don't mind. <laughs> it's not a mushy romantic story, but there is an intense love between them. So that that helps to have that bond there. Well, I've been obsessed uh, with Supernatural because there was nothing on the TV to watch. I was in a rehab hospital for like three years. Yeah, sorry. So uh, every morning would be, you know, Alan Peggy Bundy, followed by three hours of Supernatural on TNT. Yeah. And I'm like, never really watched this before. I got the little car at home. Because <laughs> I, I, I used to subscribe to, like, the, the subscription boxes. Like, I used to get Loot Crate, and then I switched from Loot Crate to uh, Wizards uh, Comic-Con box, yep. which had way better stuff. But <laughs> one of them... One of them came with like a little die cast, like Hot Wheel car. I have uh, that. Of Jensen Ackles' car. And I'm like, yeah. Impala. Yeah. Yeah. The, I'm like, and I actually owned an Impala for a short time. Oh, I'm so jealous. I've always wanted one. They, I act, a lot of people started watching the show because of them and fell in love with the car. I watched it for the car and fell in love with them. Um, but uh, yeah, they steal the car in uh, issue four. Um, and they open the trunk and all the weapons are in there. And they're like, well, who the hell's car did we steal? <laughs> so there's that. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of super. So the thing about Supernatural is some of their uh, monsters are accurate. But when it came to certain angels and demons, they weren't accurate at all. Um, and I don't know why they did that. They just tossed that a name. Like Abaddon was not like that. And, and um, they had Remnal, which is also my angel. Uh, they made him the Prince of Hell, which makes no sense because uh, he actually was uh, a, a very powerful angel. And uh, he was the one that would uh, judge souls on heaven and, and on earth and, and take them to heaven. Um, and so that's that's her father is Remno. Uh, and we funny story. There was a lot of things we did that we didn't realize were accurate to like scripture stuff. Like in the story in the past, he created her. So she's half angel, half uh, Celtic uh goddess because her mother is a celtic goddess uh and in scripture he sinned against god by creating the nephilim which was half angel half human so it kind of uh it kind of fit that he did this thing that he wasn't supposed to do and he gave up like part of his powers to do it and also we picked uh asmin for draven's father because draven's always angry and he is the uh demon of chaos and coincidentally not only does he feed on souls um, he's immune to lightning, which is Remnall's weapon. Uh, Remnall uses lightning. So it was kind of funny how everything fit that we had done and we didn't realize that they fit so well. 
But well, we um, put this stuff together by mistake, and it worked out so well. Very serendipitous. Uh, and as for so issues four through six is kind of like a supernatural hunt. Uh, so we have uh, a subspecies of vampires called clotters, um, and they have thicker blood because their heart beats only every six hours. And I did it for my stupid logical reason, uh, even though it's stupid because it's myth, you know, whatever. But vampires would always bleed. And they don't have any heartbeat. So I was like, well, now they have a heartbeat. So six hours is just before rigor mortis sits in. So they have this really thick blood that makes them stronger. But it also makes them uh, need to feed directly on humans because uh, they can't feed from a blood bag and they can't feed from an animal because it's not enough nutrients. So they start to decompose like zombies. So what happens is our vampires or, or the clotters don't have they actually do have a soul. So a lot of them won't feed on humans and they wind up decomposing. So the species to survive would turn the most ruthless people they can find, like breaking into prisons and taking murderers and sociopaths and, and, and anyone they could find so that this species would survive. And besides all of that fun stuff, if they bite you or taste your blood, they can track you anywhere like a homing beacon. And if you kill one of them, the entire nest will come and track you down until they kill you. So that's precisely what happens. Uh, one attacks her. She kills it. Now they have to go on a hunt to track down every single vampire in the family, or eventually they would track them down and, and kill them. So uh, they don't know if there's five in the nest or 500, but uh, they don't really have much of a choice. 5, yeah, 5,000. Uh, so the, that, that's pretty much four through six is the introduction of her clotters. And uh, it was just to throw that out there. And if you want to see the video, we could show you some scenes from that. Uh, that's the female vampire right there, which you could see a very jealous Serafina not liking her touching her man. But Yeah, I'm like, hmm. <laughs> Maybe being turned won't be so bad. <laughs> that's what she says, but you know, whatever. Uh, um, I actually saw, um, you know, like the, the TV show that does like all the all the blade masters. Yep. I saw a video of somebody that does that for a living and they made that giant nasty looking angel dagger from Supernatural. <laughs> nice. I'm still we waiting for him to give me a price on it. I go, I need one of those. Yeah, we have uh um one of our Easter eggs, which I, I don't can't really tell anybody, but it's it's from an, an 80s show that probably no one's gonna figure out. It's gonna be a bonus. Um, but the dagger that they use uh collects the soul. So if if you're killed by it, you can't be reincarnated. So it's meant to be used on her because it would take her soul out and use it to activate the weapon, and then she can never see Draven again because there's no afterlife, there's no reincarnating, there's no nothing. So that's uh, uh, the blade that they use, but the blade is actually an Easter egg, and uh, only people that are old like me will will probably get it. So. Oh, I'm way older than you. <laughs> uh, you might you might know the the I'll I'll tell you then if anyone watches they have this bonus Easter egg. Um, it's the you know do you know the movie Krull with Liam Neeson? Oh yeah. Yeah. So it's one of the blades from the um, Gave Gav however you say it. Oh yeah, from the from the. The five star weapon of death. Yeah, yeah. So that's the, so we took one of those blades, and that's the dagger that they use. It looks like that. And instead of having the inscriptions of whatever was on there, and they never said what language that is, 
Um, but uh, we put the Nokian symbols on it, and it says uh, takes souls on it. So That reminds me of uh, Katana from uh, DC Comics. Uh, her Katana actually steals people's souls and traps them in the sword. Awesome. I love it. Apparently, her husband went bad, and he killed. She killed her husband, so his soul is permanently trapped in the sword. But because he was so powerful, uh, they actually communicate uh, at times back and forth. I don't know if that's if I'd like that or not. I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know. It's like they get in an argument. What's she gonna do? Well, I'm just gonna sheath this idiot now. <laughs> Pretty much. So let's take a look at the uh, the Kickstarter video. And uh, that song was um, the, the uh, background music to the song that we had written and performed for our characters by Permissible Indulgence. And it's uh, available as a add-on for $3 and you get the download instrumental version and the vocal version. Oh, cool. Yeah. We have some cool add-ons. Like we have, uh, you could be drawn in as a zombie in issue eight. And uh, no, um, you get to pick your clothes, your picture, and you can either stagger on as a zombie or you can choose your own death. And uh, that releases January 23rd. But if you buy it, because my artist is so fast, you will probably be the only one that gets the PDF uh, three months early. So you'll get to have uh, the PDF before you uh, even uh, anyone else even gets to see it. 
and I got a new backer. Yay. Yes, I saw that. I go, ooh. <laughs> Yay. I always get scared that, like, while I'm on here, like, someone will back out, you know, and then I'll be like, well, that's depressing, but yeah. Oh, yeah. I, it happens. I I have to question some people because they'll back in the, like, day one, they'll back. Yeah. And they'll back, like, a big tier. Yep. And then, like, you know, a week or two later, just before they're about to pass their goal, they're like, yes. mm, no. Nah. Yeah, it's, it's, see, that's the only thing I hate about Kickstarter because I, I don't think that, I think it's as back if you believe in it. So if you really believe in it, you shouldn't be able to back out of it. Um, but even if they left that in, the only thing that truly upsets me about Kickstarter is it doesn't take the funds out right away. And not only does everyone believe they do, so I have people saying, oh, I get paid next week. So I'm waiting till next week. I'm like, they don't take it out for like three weeks. Um, but they also, I have so many non-payments or everyone has so many non-payments at the end and there's nothing you can do about it. Uh, my first campaign, I lost $400 because they bought all the plushies and then they didn't pay. And then the last campaign was 300. So at least it's going in the right direction and, uh, they didn't pay. So I, I just don't know why they don't just take the money out right away. And then if it doesn't fund, you refund it. Like it's not really an issue, but. Um, yeah, that's that's uh, that's the Indiegogo thing. Take the money out right away. Yeah, and my and uh, fund my comic does too, right? Um, they can. There's a few different ways you can set it up. Um, they'll usually. I don't know how Luke does it, so. But you can ask him. Well, I do know there's an Eastland option because someone just told me that they actually get paid right away. So, um, yeah. but I know like there might be different options. I, I, I don't know about that, but I am going to be on there. My graphic novel is going to be on there in November. Ooh. Yeah. That's so, my birthday month. Hey, happy I'm birthday. I'm going to be even older. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, older and wiser, right? Well, older. Uh. <laughs> <sighs> so, yeah. So I am, I am uh, called the uh, which I didn't, I found out a couple days ago. I am called the queen of March and, uh, I have and a, now we're going to look at some. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I have one. This is like my plushie. Uh, this is my Anubis plushie. Uh, he comes with his own little staff that he actually can hold. So he's got that. Okay, and there, well, I hope my daughter's not watching this. She's got like, she's got <laughs> he's like all handmade. Yeah. These are all handmade, and there was a limited edition eight, and there's two left. Um, so we we have so the next so we also have which you'll see. Uh, this is our zombie merman, so he's our plushie. We only have it's limited edition three, but only one's for sale. And I have one, and my co-writer has one, so really it's only one. And then next campaign is our skeleton birds from issue three, and uh, we have a couple of other. This he's an add-on. He's the uh, the banner you see behind us. I can't mm -hmm. know where it there. Uh, but he has his little petticoat and his little tails on fire and all that fun stuff. And oh, then my daughter have... love that one because <laughs> and then he's we all have about the anime. Yeah. Then we have our Apollo rat, who is actually from the spinoff, who is her guardian angel that follows her around, or not a guardian angel, but uh, the guardian pet, I guess you can say. Um. So yeah, there we go. The, the familia. Yeah, yeah, it's like a little familiar. 
So my goal is a hundred backers. So I, I have, I have nine more to go because uh, I, I, I need my backers. I need to get at least a little bit more backers in the last one so that I know I'm not going backwards. Yeah. 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 You know, less, less amount of money cancels yeah. every campaign yeah. and, and more people back it. So it yeah. definitely goes up. Yeah. I, I, I understand if the money, I mean, obviously I need the money, but, um, it's the backers that are the, are the most important to me. You know, if it's a little bit less money, but I have more backers, I'm, I, I'm, I'm happy because the most important to me is having those readers. The readers are what support me and what, you know, what get me going and keeps me going. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. So it's, uh, so, uh, it's evolving like in the crowdfunding sphere that uh, now there's a lot of campaigns that, that double up on the tchotchkes they do one they do one by money and another by backers yeah nice yeah um we're gonna do something special for if we get to 100 backers uh rich parati i don't know if you know him but he oh was, yeah i know rich yeah he was uh he's an artist he worked on new mutants uh, uh iron man spider-man and deadpool and he's offering to do a 11 by 17 uh, pencil commission. He probably ink it, but I'm saying pencil because just in case uh, pencil commission of anything you want. And he'll draw it live on the air. If we, for one lucky person, if we get to hundred backers and it, it, you can be a physical backer or you can be uh, a digital backer. So anyone is, uh, you know, uh, eligible say? for that. Thank you. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Every once in a while, the right word comes to my brain. Yeah. As a writer, I should get those words, but I'm dyslexic and nothing ever pops in. I, I'm really lucky because I'm dyslexic and somehow I have these really big words in my head, but I can't spell any of them. So I have a thesaurus in there too. So I have to dumb down my own writing. Fortunately though, now they have, you know, Google and I can Google the word I want and uh, I could find other words that mean it. And I could find that word that I can't say enough to my, my phone to recognize what I'm trying to spell. I was so bad when I was a kid, my parents gave me a spell checker and it wouldn't, it wouldn't figure out what I wanted. Uh, words getting better, but Google is my friend. And then my phone, if I, if I can pronounce it, which is very rare, but if I can pronounce it, I talk it into my phone and then they can, they tell me. <laughs> it, it makes some things easier, but don't be fooled. Google is no one's friend. Oh, I know. Trust <laughs> me. It's a spy. Um, I uh, I was given the entry-level program for Grammarly. Oh, I've used that, yeah. Because I was writing reviews and articles for a, a pop culture site, and they're like, you should probably do just a podcast because... I can't figure out what any of these words are supposed to be. <laughs> because there's like 78 extra letters in this one paragraph. And I'm like, oh, yeah. Because here, take this and then use this at the end. It'll highlight everything. And it's kind of got like a built in thes thesaurus around it and everything else. So, yeah, yeah. Um, like, yes. Yeah. Um, anyway, this is, uh, one of the, I don't know why they're out of order, but this is the variant a, 
um, I don't say names because I'm dyslexic, but if you look under the thing, it says Fernando and he's amazing, but I can't pronounce his last name. I'm sure I could, but. Uh, yeah, variant cover A by artist and colored by Fernando Cordero. There you go. Um, uh, so, and the next one is also colored by him, but drawn by Fabio, who is absolutely amazing. And I wow, have... I didn't even know Fabio could draw. I thought he just like walked around looking <laughs> good with long blonde hair. Different Fabio. Oh, okay. Um... I was be like, at least he had a career afterwards. Yeah. I don't know what happened to him. Oh, the last thing I remember is he got hit in the face with a bird on a roller coaster. That was the last thing I remember. Um, oh my god, I'm gonna have to Google that one now. <laughs> yeah, he had a bloody nose by the end of the roller coaster. That was crazy. It's on video. Anyway, this is Anubis, and you want to know what's really funny is so you see he drawed he drew that uh, the buildings are knocked down and that Draven has a bat like Lucille in The Walking yep. Dead. He did not know anything about the, I just tell anyone to draw, I just tell the artist to draw whatever they want, because one, I don't want to think about it, and two, they're way more creative than me. So he drew this, not knowing that in this issue, Anubis does knock down buildings, and Draven finds that bat in the back of the uh, Impala. So, uh, yeah, don't ask me how he, it was just, there's your meant to be again, because I didn't tell him to do that. Was there a red scarf in there, too? <laughs> now you know i wanted to put like the symbols on it and stuff but i didn't want to get sued i don't know how uh, you know my oh, I asked yeah there oh, you, i have a couple of friends that created uh a book it's a zombie book based around weed <laughs> so if you can get the zombies to eat like a dime bag or something, or your <laughs> or your plants uh, at your dispensary, um, they'll forget about eating your brain because now <laughs> they just want to get high. But then when they're out of plants and you're still trapped inside, uh-oh, uh, they're they're gonna kill you. <laughs> no. Yeah, I asked my husband once, "What's the difference between homage and stealing?" And he says, "Your popular your pl popularity." So maybe someday I can. Steal certain things. Well, they originally named the book The Toking Dead. Oh, come on. Oh, yeah. Uh, that was the show. Right? Wasn't there a show named that or something? That's um, a perfect name, too. No, there's a, the, the Walking Dead. Robert yeah, Kirkman but... came after him. They were, they were in a lawsuit against Robert Kirkman for about three and a half years. Why? It's completely different. Yeah. He didn't want to take a chance that somebody might buy their comic opposed to the Walking Dead comic. It's not going to yeah. matter if they're still zombies. So they they had to they were they were ordered to change they had to change the name to end everything. Yeah, I did hear the story. I, so, I I didn't know I didn't know the details. I just heard that someone got in trouble for calling it the Token Dead, and I was like, I love that name. Um, yeah, that that's yeah. uh that's Benjamin and. Uh, that's depressing. And Jeff. So now it is called Toking with the Dead. Nice. And they've actually <laughs> filmed with Bill Diamond and like acted wow. out like the book. That's awesome. So they've actually got like uh, you know, one of those uh one of those goofy like Saturday afternoon uh no budget like nerdy sci-fi kind of things. I love it. 
And uh, as a homage to Negan and to stick it to uh, Kirkman, they have like this six foot bong <laughs> that they put nails and spikes through as nice. their weapon. So. I love it. I love it. I'm hoping like everyone says, oh, you want a movie someday or a show someday. I would love a rated R for violence uh, animated series. That's what I want. Mm -hmm. Because I Where think you keep control. Yeah. Never sell oh, no, I will never license this out. I will never sell the rights. I will never. It's It's got to be. Yeah. No. I. Yeah. I, this show. This. I, I'd rather not have a show than have someone take any kind of. Because they always ruin it. I've never seen an, an author that likes what their story is. Plus, I don't want to lose the rights. I, I'm still writing it. Yeah. <laughs> so I, it's never going to be sold. But uh, I, if I could one day, that's what I would I would want to do uh, is make the. And I just if I have no choice, I will learn to animate my comic book and we'll figure that out one way or another. This is going to happen. This might be a while. Well, anyway. there's lots of uh, really good animators in uh, in the comic field. Yeah, uh, yeah. Some, someday. Pedro we'll Ang, uh, who's got, he's got the, his latest book was uh, Tropical Magic. Yeah. Uh, and he does a show with uh, with Matt, uh, Gingy Gingerton, and the Gingy and Pedro show nice. um, on Tuesday nights. And uh, he actually, uh, Pedro actually did the, uh, the last uh like animated trailers for uh Artie Bear for uh black for black and white his uh, graphic novel series nice so he's got and he actually teaches animation to people too if i if i had the uh the audacity thing i could do something like that <laughs> and just start making my own cartoons yeah these are the internal pages. I love uh, Draven jumping out of the quote-unquote Walmart window. Oh, who has not wanted to jump out of the Walmart right? window? Or at least put somebody else through it. <laughs> yeah, that's more likely. And that's what seals her fate, chopping off the head. Mm -hmm. The best way to kill these clotters are uh, uh, fire, but it takes too long. So chopping off the head is the number one best way to do that. I guess I would be known as a clotter because I'm on eloquence for life. <laughs> like, how come I, I had like really bad blood clots? One went from my right ankle uh, up above my knee. Oof. And then I had 15 uh, clots in my lungs, some of them bridging. You never had blood clots before? He goes, no. Did you drink a lot? I go, define a lot. You drank a lot. <laughs> you might just be a clotter in the making, man. Yeah. Well, you know, if I don't take my eloquence for a couple of days, I'll, yeah. <laughs> you better take it. They won't have to cut my head off, though. I'll just, you know, my <laughs> blood will just turn to jelly or something. I don't know. Nice. I like these uh, these nighttime kind of like grayscales here. Me too. It turned out really well. I'm glad I don't have to tell them what to do. They just my artist just does it. Like, you, want... you know what you're doing because I don't. I'm just happy with it in the, in the <laughs> after. <laughs> yeah, 
And this is uh so in the last issue, Anubis played unknowingly played fetch with a hellhound that got kicked. Uh, he used to be the leader of the hellhound a pack, and he got kicked out um, when the father uh, Draven's father beat beat him to take control of the herd. So or the pack. So this now um, hellhound follows Anubis around with a stick in his mouth, wanting to play fetch. So that's <laughs> that's pretty much throughout the series. You're just gonna see this, and eventually it's gonna. They're going to use it against him because Anubis gets attached to him. So, um, but he just looks so cute there holding the stick in his mouth. <laughs> Don't ask me where that came from. It wasn't in the story. It was just something I was writing while I was doing the scripts. And I was like, I don't know why. I feel like he's going to play fetch with the hell out. And, and I thought I was going to get like ridiculed. Everyone loves it. They're like, that's the cutest thing is to have this hellhound just playing fetch with this giant Egyptian god. So there you go. And then, then one has to wonder if at some point, Playing fetch, uh, Anubis utters the line "Sidu Busen." <laughs> you know what? I that that was a thought in my head. Again, I don't know how much trouble I can get into. So, but there you can see um, Remnell's holding their remote in his hand. Not oh like yeah, a, yeah. So his 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 smaller version. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So if you scroll down, you could see um, it was so. Uh, I, in my last uh, campaign, I did not have any pictures from past issues, like an idiot. So I thought I should probably add some. I was surprised so many people did the ketchup tier last time because, like I said, I had no previous pictures, uh, and this time I have about forty new people uh, out of ninety. So oh, <laughs> yeah, nice. yeah, that's um, definite growth right there. Yeah, yeah, I, I was really surprised, and I, I, I'm actually, I, I was very touched that a lot of people invested in the ketchup tier because unlike others, I do have issue one available for those that don't want to commit. So it's very uh, touching that people would risk and gamble that money eh, to get to get them. Um, I am, you know, they're really great issues, um, and I get them out really quick. Uh, I last campaign, I got them out four days before I even got any money from Kickstarter. So wow. I, yeah, I pay extra to get the issues shipped in six days. And then I got them on a Friday. I shipped them all out on a Saturday and uh, got paid on Tuesday. So half the people already got theirs by the time I got paid. But uh, that's what credit cards are for, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't like people to wait. And also, since our campaigns are really quick, the faster they get them, the faster they can read them, the faster they can sign up for the next one. There, there's that and the fact that once you have a track record of really good fulfillment, that's that spreads around because people, you know, they'll talk, you know, in, you know, Twitter, Facebook, you know, whatever platform they they use. Uh, God forbid Reddit. Uh, <laughs> Reddit. And, uh, you know, be like. They'll be talking, you know, I've seen, I, I saw this campaign. I saw that campaign. Oh, how's that campaign? I only get a bunch of books. Fulfillment's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, get the same, I get the same thing. Like, you know, a few days turnaround with uh six, five, six comics that are uh, on both sides of the uh, Mexican border. Some, some of the guys actually live in Mexico and, the other guys like just like live over the border in Lake Southern Cal. Yeah. I yeah, ordered I, for I, last I, book. I, um, I I pledged because I didn't even know what was going on until I saw one of their streams like the night before. It goes, this is being closed out tomorrow. So the following day, I ordered it 
and I got, I had it in my hands in, in three days. Yeah, good. That's how it should be. Um, I, my only concern is that I've been told by, by a lot of creators that every other month is too soon and people can't afford it. But I mean, if someone has to skip, you can get it the next campaign and it, hopefully it's a cycle that just keeps going. And, uh, uh, I, I like to be, uh, consistent. I mean, it's cost me a fortune to do every other month, but I, I want people to know that you're going to get this comic book. It's, it's going to get done. It's not, you're not investing and then I'm going to disappear you know, there's 45 issues that are already written and I, I want to see them made. And and I've been told by, you know, publishers that'll never happen. They're like, oh, no one's going to stick around for 45 episode, uh, issues. But uh, I am I am fighting to prove them wrong. So we'll see. Well, they stuck around for over a thousand issues of uh, Batman and Superman. So, you know, that's what I said. Um, but I'm comparing myself to them. I'm just saying they have it. So. Yeah. No. It's been done. Yeah. Relax. <laughs> Yep. Yeah, the publishers are like, we won't even look at your proposal because you have more than three issues. Oh I was God. like, they're like, nobody buys after three issues. In fact, two, they buy less than one and then even less on three. So there's no point. I was like, then you have the wrong stories. Like, I was like, fine, I'll do it myself. It's like you have the wrong <laughs> fan base because yeah. the biggest problem with indie comics isn't isn't the, the whole crowdfunder thing. It's the uh, it's the fact that you're gonna wait one to two years in between books. Yep. And usually, not all the time, but quite often, if they're not like if they're too busy working on their book and they don't have enough time to you know keep posting on social media or or sending out like newsletters of what's going on with the with the title. Uh, people lose interest and forget what the hell the book was about in the first place. Yeah, exactly. And then you got to start all over again. So I'm hoping to uh, to keep building and, and keep bringing them in. So um, and, and here are the tiers. So for five dollars, you can get issue one or issue five, which is the current issue. That's how it's always going to be. You can get issue one or whatever the current issue is. And then on the back, uh, I say back order, but on the add ons, you can get uh, any issue PDF. You can get any issue printed. Uh, so you can, let's say you just want one and two because a two has Anubis. Like who wouldn't want two? You can get PDF one and PDF two or printed one and printed two. And there you go. Uh, you also, for $5, you get the black and white version and the colored version for no particular reason as it doesn't cost me anymore. And he's got really good black and white. Um, but uh, I will tell you since our Kickstarter, we, I just realized I never announced it. We have passed our fourth Kickstarter fourth uh fourth stretch goal so everyone will get 16 other pdfs from amazing uh creators in the same around the same genre and so for five bucks you can get 17 stories uh so there's there's that so well, there's, there's gonna be one you're like. not gonna like that right like you got nothing to lose here you're gonna like these stories for five bucks trust me uh so yeah so there's the black and white version and then the color version. If you go down, there's issue five. And then and the, the, next the line art versions have become so popular that a lot of campaigns are making a, a second one that they they bundle with the, the regular one or that you can get as an add-on. And they they sell like really well now. Yeah, I, I'm actually having a coloring book released probably in October. So we'll have that. Ooh. So issue so issue one here comes with lots of goodies. 
Uh, you got stickers, you got pins. These are campaign pins, I say, the angel side and the and the demon side. You get the PDF and you get the rubber die cut 3D keychain. I will say every tier comes with its PDF. So you you know, you can get I I have a lot of art, a lot of campaigns that you can only get one or the other, or you have to pay for double. And I'm like, I'm gonna reward people for getting the printed. You can have both. So, yeah, I mean, the other week uh, I had uh, John Hervey on uh, from Be Beyond Time uh, Incorporated, and uh, <clears throat> he was wrapping up one campaign while another one, well, two more were getting ready to launch. And uh, there was a digital tier on there that would give you access to his entire catalog, which is, I think, like over 30 books. Wow. digitally and a year's um a year subscription to uh a digital comic service wow that's got like all indie stuff on it so i'm like 30 bucks done deal yeah so this is printed five um now um so my books range uh in in and page counts this is the shortest book uh it's only got 24 pages which is the average that's the average so it's not short however most of them are 28 to 32 with a couple being 36 yeah and uh yeah because what happened is i have a story written out it's like ninety thousand words and sometimes i want to stop it at certain places like uh issue seven i believe is uh 42 pages, I think, uh, wow. something like that. So uh, I could, someone's like, you could have just cut it in half and had two of them. Yes, I could have, because I don't raise the price. So no one can get mad at me. So uh, someone's like, oh, people don't like that. I'm like, you're getting 12 extra pages. How can you yell at me for that for the same price? Yeah, you're getting uh, more pages. Shut up. <laughs> as long as I hit the 24, we're good. But um, I could have cut it in half, but I had, there's no place that's a good cutoff for me. Like I, I just couldn't be like, Oh, in the middle and done. So I'm just like, you know what? Screw it. We've got a lot of issues. Let's just do a double issue and, and, and everyone can just enjoy it. Hopefully. Uh, I'll, it's got a lot of uh, conversation anyway. So you've got a lot of exposition and a lot of uh, secrets come out and then you've got stuff going on. So it was, it, it worked out pretty good. Maybe not so much when I have to pay for it, but we'll get to that. Anyway. 20, 24 glossy pages. Yeah. For, yeah. For some, my eyes aren't focusing. I'm like, I go, oh, there's a bonus 24 glossary pages at the end of this book. <laughs> uh, no. We use we use the thick glossy. They're like 80 pound weight paper. Oh, so yeah. these are these are heavy books. So it's nice in PDF, but nothing beats it printed. Nothing beats anything printed. Right. I agree. Uh, this is uh, variant A, then variant B. Now, there is variant B as uh, later on, you'll see, but there is a, a metal cover version, which is gorgeous. Ooh, shiny. Squirrel. He loved the shiny. Uh, this is the very popular digital catch-up tier. Um, you get all, you get 10 PDFs. You get the black and white and the color, and then you get the other 17, uh, 16 free ones. And actually, you get... I lied. You get 17 because one of the stretch goals was a sneak peek. Well, sneak peek being 32 pages, but a sneak peek of the spinoff in black and white. It'll probably be completely redone. This was from an artist that just did it because uh, they owed me a lot of money. But um, 
it, it's just done to show you how the other one starts, and we're hoping to re redo it. But it was a stretch goal, and we passed it, so everyone gets it. And if you're listening to this, now you know why a little sneak peek is 32 pages. Because <laughs> there's five full novels like this. Yeah, yeah, there's a, there's a lot. There's a million words, man, I'm telling you. Um, this is all three covers, signature, and uh, that's 45. comes with the PDF. It comes with the glossy pages, some glossy prints. Uh, stickers, trading cards, and... Randomly selected. Randomly selected. And I did that because I bought a certain amount and I don't know how many I need. So there you go. <laughs> and then this is this is the most popular. This is the ketchup tier. And it has uh, all five issues printed. All five PDF. Well, 10 PDFs. But all the PDFs, all the printed. You get the buttons, the keychain, the sticker. Glossy prints, glossy uh, trading cards, and uh, yeah, the keychain, everything. So that is the most popular tier. We, I think there's like, I don't know, there's a bunch. <laughs> but and yeah. Most crowdfunders, that's pretty much the price of the book, the yeah. main book on the crowdfunder, not the, in, you know, not the entire, you know, catch up tier. Yeah, this, uh, it cost me $5 to print each one. So uh, I, I don't I don't make a lot, uh, but I'm just I just want to get the story out there. So as long as I could pay my artist, I'm happy. That's that's what I need is to pay my artist because I just I just want to keep making these. That's that's my goal. And uh, pay your artist and the credit card. And the credit card, yes. So you can keep printing, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That helps. Uh, so this is the one and only uh, zombie merman that'll be for sale, and that's my lovely hand modeling job. You see there. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice. I didn't know that was there, but it's there. Uh, the next one is the Anubis. There is two left. There was four. Well, there was originally eight, and now there's two. So there's two left. Never to be done again. All handmade, 3D printed staff. Uh, I'm hoping next year sometime to get uh, commercially released one. So it's like a tenth the cost. But unfortunately, oh, yeah. um, it, it won't. It won't ever be as good as the handmade ones. These are so well done and they're they're large as you can see and they're soft and i just i adore them so i i get this is my emotional support anubis so he's never being sold so yeah he, he comes with a you know an onk double-edged battle axe and <laughs> yes uh yeah and metal that one comes with metal bookmarks and uh glossy card all the fun stuff yeah oh, nice. uh, the next one is the metal tier which comes with four metal trading cards two metal uh, bookmarks, uh, two floss, uh, two, uh, not glossy, a uh, foil prints, and then of course the PDF. So, yeah, good time. And most important, the metal cover. The metal cover, <laughs> yeah, that helps. Um, it's it's shiny. So, yeah, to to yeah. Uh, this is the being drawn as as a zombie. It includes uh the. Printed regular cover, you being drawn in for at least two panels, all the stickers, randomly selected glossy cards and the glossy prints, metal bookmarks, randomly selected, and then the foil print and uh, the PDF for, it includes the PDF for uh, issue eight that you'll be in and you should get that before November. Oh, nice. Yeah. So, and don't tell me. It's, it's a, I was amazed how much 
people are beyond in love with seeing their own death in a comic book. My my brother, my my uh, the last one. So I did, I was in forty two interviews the last time, and I never once mentioned this, and it wasn't there at the beginning of the campaign, so nobody knew about it. The last day, I was like, oh, by the way, I have be drawn in as a vampire, and three people did it on the on the. My brother was one of them, and he was absolutely thrilled. He wanted his head chopped off. So uh, now the the joke is he's going to get his head chopped off in every ish, in every book. So he gets his head chopped off here. He gets his head chopped off in the next one uh, as a zombie. He gets his head chopped off. Or he's going to have no head in book three. Then in book four, he's going to be a demon that gets his head chopped off. And then in five, he's going to be a demon in hell carrying his head around. So... <laughs> I don't know why. But that I, I that kind of reminds me of the opening of uh, Lollipop Chainsaw, almost. <laughs> you know, uh, I was perfectly okay uh, killing my older brother and getting away with it in, on on paper. So, yeah, yeah. It's like I was going to edit that so it doesn't say on paper. It's like I got away with killing my brother. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, I've been waiting years to chop his head off. <laughs> yeah. Never shuts up. Never shuts up. Oh, Back that's me. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it was funny because originally he didn't support it. He goes, oh, you, it's not really your story. I was like, you've been collecting comic books for 40 years and you're telling me not to make a comic book. But the second I actually made it, now he backs them all. So um, so this is our zombie merman statue. And feel free not to buy it because I only had one made. So I don't even have one. Usually I get three made, but I was trying to save money. So I had one made and uh he's very evil looking there's a picture and a video later you can see uh, though you're running out of time right because it's like nine o'clock so i don't know oh i'm not worried about it okay so this is uh three covers uh the metal uh trading card metal bookmark and stickers glossy and foil and then of course the handmade uh clay horrible looking cool uh zombie uh, merman so he is from book he's from book two Technically, the end of one, but yeah, I I have uh, I have some friends that do amazing three uh, D uh, printing, printing stuff. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna um, we're gonna get into three D printing tabletop RPG Anubises. Uh, I'm trying to find as many as I can. I'm having one printed of my cute angry Anubis. Um, so uh, I'm looking forward to, to that. So we're going to have some 3D printed. And uh, this is the statue of Serafina and Draven. There was only two made, only one for sale. The other one's mine. It'll never be made again because I've had, I've had this clay artist for six years. And he's the only, he only made this for me because I begged him. He does not like sculpting people. So this is the only one that's, there'll never be another one. Because I don't even know how I talked him into doing this one. It's great because it, it you can you can tell that he's a clay sculptor. Yeah. Because it looks like somewhere between live action and claymation. Yeah, right? I love it. It's like a he's like a cartoony uh Ray Harryhausen. <laughs> I think he he did an amazing job. The the merman looks more realistic that which is what we wanted. We wanted him to look creepy and scary whereas obviously we wanted this to look more like the the you know comic book kind of thing uh and then this is the heavy metal lovers tier you get uh all five metal covers metal both metal bookmarks all four metal trading cards 
the foil print and the gold plated coin, uh, which I, someone got upset about that. It wasn't offered that much. It, it will be in the next one. I only, my tears are only there if I have them in hand because I don't want to ever risk them being sold out or um, not being available or whatever, or it doesn't get there in time. So I didn't have my, I bought them wholesale and I was waiting for my third shipment of them. So I just got them yesterday. So there will be more in the next one. Uh, to uh, do a bad impression of the mummy from one of the original Scooby-Doo episodes when I saw that coin, coin, coin. <laughs> now it's going to be stuck in my head. Thank you very much. See, um, now I, <laughs> I implanted an Easter egg now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then the last one is the ultimate tier. It comes with the uh, three covers, the PDFs one through five, the gold plated coin, the two metal bookmarks, the metal, uh, the metal trading cards, the glossy cards, stickers, the last Anubis tall statue that will never be made again because they're expensive as all hell and uh, hard to ship, and the pillow that goes with that pose. Um, oh, that's a pillow. There is a pillow. Uh, we had we had two for sale last campaign. Someone bought the one, and this is actually, I got scammed, and that was the one that didn't pay. Uh, but now we have uh, the last one here. So we have the non-payment. <laughs> yeah, this is the non-payment one. Yeah, like when you have a tier that you only have one in that tier available. Yeah, and they 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 cancel on it. It's like blast that tier all over the internet uh and somebody didn't pay me and you can get everything in this tier <laughs> for yeah it's a and then you, then you then you just slap on uh you know free shipping and somebody will probably buy it within yeah. minutes uh so these are the stickers these are just pictures to show you close-ups of the 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 rewards so okay. are these uh die cut vinyl Yes, yes, they are. It's almost like I've seen a Kickstarter before. I know it's crazy. Buttons, buttons. lots of buttons. Yeah, that's uh the top button is an add-on you can get. It's from the artist. It's from the variant issue two. Ian Chase Nichols, who worked on um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Red Sonia, and uh, The Tick, and he's he also did our wraparound cover for issue six. Something else to get stuck in your head. Spoon! Oh, I, I say that every day. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the next is the randomly selected uh, trading cards. Oh, nice. Yes. Those are uh, uh, covers from one and two. So <clears throat> the, the next one, this is from the original issue one. So it's for the last four pages and they were never used. So no one's ever seen these. No one's ever had them. These are the glossy prints and you get the randomly selected one. Um, and so I just, I, I thought it was pretty good art and I wanted to share it. So I got oh, those. That's cool. Yeah. And then the foil. This is the foil from uh, the old cover. The zombies. And this is the gold-plated corn. I have to keep remembering to say gold-plated. It is not gold. Though I am looking into getting, um, eventually, I looked at it yesterday, to get uh, embossed coins, um, gold and silver. So we'll see how that goes. Um, this one sold out. The next one, uh, the gold statue. I will have two 
black versions of that and the next one. So those are the two last ones we have. Nice. Yeah. And that's our merman. Merman looks a lot like uh, Cthulhu. Yeah. He's adorable. With with Spider-Man eyes. Yeah. <laughs> I know he does. Uh, that's Anubis. Uh, and there is our zombie merman. Oh, yeah. The little suckers on his hands, I guess. Yeah, he's got... He, he doesn't have hands. He has uh, tentacles. Tentacles, yeah. And there's a video if anyone wants to see it. There's your close-up. You have to go upward. I don't know why it does. Go up. There you go. I don't know why it does that. It does it for every one of them. His his face is absolutely terrifying. He looks a little constipated. He probably is. Look how thin he is. <laughs> I mean, he's got a bony little butt. Look at him. Oh, his tailbone must be in pain. Oh, it's painful just looking at this guy. Well, he's usually in water. Maybe that helps. I don't know. Now, if he was coated with the right stuff, that would be awesome to put it in, like, your fish aquarium. Right? <laughs> There's something to do. Uh, now, this one's sold out. Somebody bought them. So okay. I'm not making those again. But I am going to have a 3D printed of it. It's not the same. But uh, then there's the this one, of course. There's a little video if you want to see that one too. And, oh, I didn't have to scroll up. Oh, I tricked you. <laughs> I was all set to scroll. I, see, because you knew this time. Uh, my favorite part of this, uh, well, I love their eyes, but the hair. I, love, I love her hand. On, yeah, the hair is great. I love her hand on his back. I don't know why. Because if zombies cool. are chasing us, I'm pushing you. My husband gave me a card that's right there, and it says, um, uh, you're the one that I, I would want during uh, want running beside me during a zombie apocalypse. And he ripped the other side off, and I said, did it say so you could trip me? He said, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he took it out. That's how romantic my husband got. He, he, uh, he takes out the tripping part. So this is the, the last uh, statue. His tongue looks wet. And if you listen closely, you can hear my freaking cat in the background screaming. Oh. It did not talk all day, and then it talked during the entire video. I I, I thought that was coming off, off my girlfriend's <laughs> phone because she's on the phone talking to her sister. I'm like, I didn't know they had a cat. Right? <laughs> she's the pain that she's such a pain in the ass. I have four cats. This one will come in your, they like come up to you and just scream in your face. Like, what? What do you want? I heard me. I had, I had friends that had cats like that. Uh, one of them doesn't talk to me anymore because I knew the cat was going to do that. So I brought one of those disposable air horns from, uh, <laughs> from the tackle shop with me. But there's the key. There you go. Nice. And then this is the metal. Uh, we have the um, issue four re-released in metal. And uh, you have to go up, I guess. Yeah, see? Yeah, see, it tricks you. <laughs> Just suckering me in. Yeah, here's my awesome hand modeling job. And uh, I don't know how to open the damn book with one hand. I don't know how I, all these TikTokers do everything with one hand. But um, so. Uh, here's a self-denial. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, so the cover for this is the DC artist K 
Ken Hunt, who worked on Batman. Oh, I know Ken. I'm, I'm friends with... I have original art from Ken. Me too. I have two. I have uh, the graphic novel uh, cover that's going to be on our graphic novel. And my I gave that original right there uh, in the black and white, I gave to my co-writer because someone wanted it for 500 bucks and I didn't want anyone else to have it, so I gave it to her. Uh, and then these are the metal trading cards, and it can give you a hint of what uh, the metal tier looks like for the uh, issue five. So you can hear them. They're pretty thick. Yeah, I'm like, wow, Gambit could use those as weapons. Yeah. <laughs> and there, that's that would be issue five one. Nice. Yeah. And then this is Ian Chase Nichols. The colors are awesome. Yeah, I know. I know Ian's work from uh, Red Sonja. His work is awesome. He's so humble; like he has no idea how good his work is. And there you go. And then these are the stretch goals. Here are the uh, every. I try every campaign to have new. I, I never take them away because I want to get all the names out there. So there's twelve from last campaign, and now there's four more. So I try to do at least two to four more new ones per campaign. Uh, I don't care if it gets to 100. It gets my fellow creators out there. I support all indie creators. And all of these people are way better than mine. So for five bucks, you can get their great 17 great books. Story. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Nightwolf. Well, yeah, I uh, know Water Wars is uh, Timothy. Timothy B. Fling. Timothy's awesome. Final I, Boy, uh, yeah. Anthony Stokes. There's uh, Paul Gomez is PTSD. Uh, Path, uh, Path of the Pell Rider is Lori. Uh, Nightwolf is Rob Atari. Um, all these people are absolutely amazing. Um, and I'm just, and I'm just awesome. looking and going through. I go, they've been on the show, they've been on the show. <laughs> they've been on the show. See how popular I, you are, kind of, <laughs> but only to the authorities. Nice. Uh, um, yeah, I, I just backed Tim's uh, cryptidal uh, cryptics. Cryptic. Yeah, me too. Uh, and I, I bought all the covers. Nice. I, oh, yeah. I, I usually never buy all the covers, yeah. but his price point was there, and then I'm going to get like a laser-etched version of one of the covers. Yeah, like, I, have, like, um, I have the wood version of, I sold them in the last one, the um, laser-etched wood that actually Timothy told me about. So I have the graphic novel getting done as well. Uh, if you want to see the up close, this is uh, Ken Hunt. You can oh, see yeah. Croc at the bottom, and you can see all that. He said he wanted to do a movie poster, and I don't know how his wrist didn't fall off, but right now, CC uh, De La Cruz from Lady Death Universe is coloring it. And uh, oh, nice. I have, yeah, so I gave her a month to do it. So um, hopefully it'll get done. So get on it. Yeah. She actually has more time, but just don't tell her. But uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and rightly so. I mean, she's Ken Hunt's the one that 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 told me about her, and, and so I'm good. So anyway, we got these. Um, and then we've got the next stretch goal is the sticker, and that's all for the physical backers. This is the spin-off. The next one we got already. This is the spin-off uh issue one salvation. Um, so in our story, um they were separated for 10 years and we did a what if. What if they ran away before the parents were murdered and now they're two teenagers on the run without supernatural knowledge, without skills of fighting, without assassin fightings, and they have no idea that supernatural stuff even exists. So 
it made an incredibly unique story with all the same characters in a completely different environment with different plot and, and all that stuff. So it's actually came, it's five novels and it's, I'm hoping to release it someday because it's actually a really good story. Oh, cool. Yeah. And then this is the one we just reached. It is the uh, glossy trading card of uh, the variant cover that everyone's obsessed with. Oh, it's so bad. It the like only it's time Anubis was bad was in Stargate. Yeah. I forgot about him. And then I doubt we'll reach this one in four days, but this is the $4,000 tier. It's the uh, foil trading card. And if not... Next time. You, you, yeah. And then that's it. Oh, that's the yeah. story. Yeah. Thanks for showing all that. Oh, very nice. I... I I started going through it last night, and I literally felt like I was scrolling for my birth year. <laughs> Sorry. I've been told that, that it's a lot to look through. I'm like, can't they just put a box where you can type in the year you were born? Yeah. You know, when are you getting there? When are you Wait getting there? Me, I mean, it, it, if you see the, uh, the add-ons, you'd be even more overwhelmed. So. I wasn't overwhelmed. I was just like... Wow, this is a lot of stuff. It is a lot of stuff, yeah. There's 20 tiers. Well, now there's 18, I guess, because two of them are sold out. So, But, uh, yeah, find me on Worthy uh, Worthy Chaos on Kickstarter, uh, Worthy Chaos Group. We have a Worthy Chaos Group on uh, Facebook. We have almost 650 members in five weeks. On Kick on Twitter, we have 5.3 thousand followers at uh, worthy underscore chaos, and we have a business page. It's great if you want to go like it, um, but uh, I don't really do much on there. <laughs> I share other people's work more than I do anything else. You can also add me, Cursor Grant. I, I will talk to anybody, so especially leaders, yeah, except that's not my name, so yeah. Um. <laughs> Yeah, don't don't confuse us. No, don't confuse us, but, uh, but it does end in four days. Uh, it ends Monday the seventeenth at uh, four p.m. Eastern time. But uh, yeah, it, we're gonna we're gonna kick off in four weeks. So <laughs> sorry, not sorry, but yeah. And nine more backers will get the chance to be one of a hundred that'll win an original sketch from Rich. Yep, yep. He worked on a lot of cool stuff. And yep. Batman Beyond, uh, he told me I have to remember to say Bat. He worked on Batman Beyond and Booster, Booster Gold, Gold. But I don't know what Booster Gold. What is it? I don't even know. Um, Booster Gold uh, is a thief. Ah. Um, he comes from the 23rd century, so in the DC verse, that's where the Legion of Superheroes comes from, which is why I know it so well. He basically broke into a museum stole a time sphere aka the tardis uh he stole a legionnaire's flight ring which allows you to fly fly and it gives you a shield nice so outside of the uh sound constructs that green lanterns could do it's the most powerful ring in that universe um and then he came to the 20th century where he thought he was going to be more popular than Superman. <laughs> but then, much like NASCAR, he sold rental property on his uniform for sponsorships 
Uh, he got really rich. And <laughs> the only reason he knew anything about the 20th century is because he also stole this little flying tiny robot called Skeets. Nice. Uh, and the comparison would be Booster Gold is Hong Kong Fooey and Skeets was Spot his cat. Nice. Gotta have the cat. So Skeets knows everything and uh, Booster doesn't. But he stole the suit. The suit that he wears, he also stole and it's got all kinds of weapons built into it. So That sounds very cool. Um, at one point, they they ended up making the most hilarious team-up of all time with Booster Gold and Blue Beetle. Not the not the new one, but the original, like, Ted Cord Blue Beetle. Oh. So the second Blue Beetle with no powers, but he's rich like Bruce Wayne. Gotcha. Um, rich, being rich is a power, apparently. And it's 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 just hilarious. But now they're they're talking about making a Booster Gold either TV show or movie with the the new creative influence there that came over from Marvel. So, like issue one of uh, like Firestorm and Blue Beetle will go in for like fifty bucks a piece now. Wow! Three months ago, that you could have bought it for like twenty five cents. Wow! Damn, it's a good but, deal. You know, find my yeah. comics. It might be worth money someday. Yep. <laughs> find the metal covers because you can't get them at a better price. That's right. Um, I actually, that was the biggest compliment I think I got at my book signing is that a couple people bought uh, one book signed and one book to read. And I was like, that's the most optimistic thing anyone's ever said to me. So, because the, they're going to read the reader copy. Yep. And then bag and board it. And the other one they were probably going to send in to get graded. Yep. That was like the biggest compliment. The second biggest compliment is I found out I'm on two or three people's pull list at the comic book store. So that was a, an ego boost. So oh, I like, that's nice. Yeah. I, got, I used to have one of those pull lists back in the day. I used to get my comic books put in. I, it wasn't called that. At least they didn't tell me that. But they put my comics aside every week and I'd go in and pick them up. And everyone knew me there because back then girls weren't big on collecting comics so i was i was cool among the, the nerds at the shop so hell yeah <laughs> you know we'd all freeze in our tracks flipping through back issues and a girl would walk in and be like and the owner would just be yeah please <laughs> head eyes down eyes down <laughs> <laughs> i used to go to anime conventions back in the day and um i was the only not the only but i was like one of three girls that were surrounded by complete utter nerds. Uh, so I would get all the discounts. And I think I went with like nine guys and they were always jealous because I'd get like the coolest stuff, like a quarter of the price. <laughs> Whoops. But anyway, why, why do I have to pay more? Because you're bothering her. <laughs> I miss those days. Oh yeah. yeah. So the book I was telling you earlier uh, that I like went all in on, was uh, Mavericks from uh, Global Frequency Studios. Oh. Uh, currently, the, the husband and wife team are on a nice, long, possibly second honeymoon vacation in Japan. Damn. I would love to go to Japan if I could be transported there. I don't I don't like being on a plane. No, I will not get on a plane. 
Yeah. I, I, I like the I, idea I, of not my feet not touching the ground before. Yeah. And now that my girlfriend's got me watching uh, Manifest on Netflix, oh. there's no way in hell I'm getting on a plane. <laughs> I, uh, my mom loves my husband, but thought that we shouldn't get married because he loves to fly and hates to drive. And I love to drive and hate to fly. So I said, that's a stupid reason not to marry someone. So what we do is he will fly somewhere and I will drive there and pick him up from the airport. So <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be a hell of a taxi bill. Yeah. <laughs> But it works out. But I did go on a plane to Texas, uh, but I, I did not. I did not like. I did not do well on it. So yeah. But anyway, so that is my Kickstarter. Buy my book. <laughs> so we need nine more people and yeah. more. I'm not. I'm not greedy. Just at least nine. I need nine at, more. At least nine, so uh, she can give away a. Uh free original sketch by Rick yeah Carada. you can watch you can watch anything you want he'll uh which it sounds like a dangerous statement but uh he'll draw it live on the live stream so and i've i've actually got one from backing his first uh his first campaign uh and because i'm such a i'm a huge joker fan which is how you can find me on twitter at joker fan uh and yeah. he he drew three different versions of the joker like all kind of like together nice so uh like caesar romero uh jack nicholson and uh the dead guy he that's the one yeah he drew our topless cover i'm gonna have my first topless cover um of a vampire you will never see poor seraphina topless but um which someone got mad at me um not another fan, but, um, or not another creator. It was just some guy that is whatnot. And he was trying to tell me how to sell comics. And he goes, you need to have your character naked on the cover. I was like, she will never be naked. First of all, there's no nudity. Sorry for anyone that wants to do. There's no nudity. Um, but, uh, she's my character. I've been writing her for years. I don't, I don't want her naked. I said, I have other characters to do that. I have a female vampire. I have a, a, a ghost nurse that got killed during sex with a patient. And uh, in book two, and then in book three, I have Melissa, who's kind of like Claire Redfield. And then book four, there's a very sexy demon, which is Draven's ex. So they can be topless or whatever. So he did my topless cover for six, and then he did our movie type cover for our issue seven. So, oh, nice. Yeah. So I got those. Anyway. Lots of good stuff. Come <laughs> check it out. Yes, uh, buy shiny stuff because there's yeah. plenty of shiny stuff. Uh, and you know, don't forget if you're a digital person or you live in Australia, as I like to call the digital versions, the Australian variants, cause you know, $70 to ship a book down under. Is a yeah. crazy. <laughs> yes. But, uh, come check it out for yourselves and, uh, follow, follow her everywhere. She gets social with her media, except for the business page, uh, but you can like the business page, especially like if you're another creator, because you might actually see yourself on her business page. Yeah. If you are another creator, then definitely I will share your stuff. So you are, well, we have like a hundred and something followers uh, or likes or both or whatever. Um, but Twitter, I am much more active on Twitter and in the group. So add those two at least. And I'm like, and you have like 6,000 plus people in the Facebook group? No, just 650. We just oh, started. Six 
600. Yeah, there's 5,300 followers on Twitter. Oh, okay. Yeah. And, and where are their pledges? Uh, yeah, I know. The same 20 people, the, the algorithm sucks. Probably yeah. only 20 people see it. Because the same 20 people are so loyal with retweeting it. I feel guilty all the time whenever I post anything. But oh, I got never, the blue check mark. Never feel guilty. Never feel guilty about, uh, you know, free advertisement. Well, I got uh, I got the blue check mark because you can't actually buy ads without it. And I don't even know if the ads do anything. So who knows? But whatever. Anyway. <laughs> I'll keep sharing it out. And uh, this will be up on our other platforms you can follow us on odyssey and you can also follow us on rumble and if you like to just listen to stuff uh go follow us anywhere you like to get a podcast and you can just listen to me ramble all the time there's like almost 300 episodes up there yeah i'm a huge rambler i'm i'm bound to make you fall asleep at some point so (laughs) well thanks for having me on i really appreciate it well thank you very much for coming on uh this stuff looks terrific. Thank you. Uh, I I really enjoyed uh, reading the first two issues. I'm well glad. put together, very actiony. Yeah, yeah. You, you'll never hear anyone say the story's boring. If you do, then you're probably on speed. But uh, yeah, it's it'll never be boring. I've only got one speed. It's slow. <laughs> I, I'm you know. I'm kind of fast at certain things, but not not the thinking part so much. So much, uh, but yeah. Anyway, uh, I'm, so, I'm only fast asleep. So yeah. <laughs> but uh, thanks again. I appreciate. Thank it. you, everybody. Have a great night. Go back this book, and we'll catch you next Wednesday for another episode of Creators Outlet. Woo-hoo.